you wonder what happened in sports today, Brandon Petrilli, he got the wave. We talking a lot with bros today, cracking some jokes the podcast way. Goals on goals, where homers on homers, tutties on tutties, got moments on moments. Just tune into BSP, just tune into BSP, just tune into BSP, just tune into Petrilli. What's going on, everybody? We're talking about the fightings here on the BSP podcast. We're back. You thought baseball season was over. It isn't. The Phillies aren't just National League champs. They didn't just fall. They did just fall short in the World Series. But they didn't fall short in the winter meetings and the hot stove. They're coming out and they're signing Trey Turner. You ever heard of the guy? The best shortstop in baseball to an 11-year $300 million. He's coming back to the East Coast. He's coming back to hang out with his buddy Bryce Harper. He's coming back to hit with his buddy Kyle, uh, Kevin Long, the Phillies hitting coach. And he instantly brings the National League champion. Yes, the National League champion, Philadelphia Phillies. Another step above in this lineup going into the 2023 season. Wow. Wow. Had to hop on, had to react, had to put it out as fast as possible here at the BSB podcast. Make sure you click the subscribe button, put the bell on because we're pumping up content throughout the whole MLB offseason. along with shortly after this, the Philadelphia Eagles, I'll have a reaction to them dominating the Tennessee Titans on Sunday afternoon as they approve to 11 and one. What a couple days here. It's been a good spurts for Philadelphia sports. It's been awesome. Going on those runs Bringing in, you know, the Eagles have gone 11-1 to start the year, obviously. The Phillies make it to the World Series, fall just short. But we've had a heck of a ride, and we're getting back on it here. So the Eagles are making a playoff push. The Phillies are bringing in Trey Turner. We'll see what else they do in the offseason. They seem determined. They seem like they want to go and make this team even better. They saw that they came up two wins short, only two topper of winning a world series and they want to get back there. They're doing everything they can. You know, I said in, in the wrap up video for the world series, it's tough to get back there. It is. You had a lot of things go your way in that world series run. It's tough to get back there, but the Phillies are making every chance possible to get back there. And I love it. That's what John Middleton said he was going to do when he came in as a majority owner. He said he was going to spend the stupid money. He's brought in Bryce. He's brought in Castellanos, Schwarber, Wheeler, now you got Turner. You got a GM now that's competent and is aggressive. He knows how to spend the money. He knows where to go get the guys, how to get them here, and still the confidence in them. And it's exciting. It's exciting to know that your team is willing to do what it takes to go and make you a World Series contender. They, they got the taste of it. And just that little sour taste is still there going into next year now. And they want they want it. They want it bad. They saw how much fun it was. How great of a run. How much fun the city of Philadelphia is when the Phillies are making a World Series run. When Red October's in full effect. Stadium's packed. They saw that. They want it. They want to keep it going. And other players see it too. Free agents see it. They see Bryce Harper. They see... All the boys hanging out, Bryce and Stott, and the chemistry that these guys have. They want to be a part of it. They want to be one of the guys. 
one of the Philadelphia Phillies guys, and that's ooh, let's go. I'm pumped. If you couldn't tell, now you know we'll break it down a little bit. What what this means for the offense, what this means for the pitching staff. We um, Eflin leaves. He, you know, he got a lot of money, forty mil for three years. I think it was to go to Tampa Bay, the biggest free agent signing in Tampa Bay history, I believe. Turn that off. That was too bright. Uh, biggest free agent signing for Tampa Bay in their history, which is kind of crazy to think about. But you know, they they always just bring up guys and then trade them. They never tra- sign guys. So Gibson leaves. Uh, I think Thor's out in the free agent market. I don't know if he signed with anybody yet. So I mean, right now you've really just got Nola, Nola and Wheeler. You got to figure out. Oh, and Ranger Suarez. That's a good formidable three. But we saw you need another guy. Now, where that where that goes? Do you get a Carlos Rodon? I don't think so. You shouldn't expect it. I'd be happy if it happens. But us as Phillies fans should not expect Carlos Rodon to be on this Phillies team. And you want to know why? Because I think, and you saw in the uh, the conferences, press conferences after the season, Rob Thompson, Dave Dombrowski, how they said that they really like the young arms that they have in the minor leagues, whether it's Painter, whether it's Abel, whether it's Griff McGarry. They were even throwing like Falter and Sanchez in there too. That's fine. But those three guys that I listed first, those are legit arms. And if you can put them at a four, five, even go six-man rotation, spread out the innings, let them get comfortable. These guys have moved their way through the Phillies farm system in the past two years. They've aggressively pushed them up, and they have answered at every level. And that's why you can't expect Carlos Rodon to be on the Phillies. I think they really like these young arms. I take it. I'd love to have them and then have those young guys too. But you're already spending money on the offense a lot. I'd be okay with bringing in a mid-level of the rotation guy to be your four, and then having one of the young guys be five. I'm cool with that. Now let's look at the let's look at the batting order, right? This is a Trey Turner news-breaking podcast here. Make sure you subscribe for more content coming out. Hit the button. Follow me on Instagram, at Brendan, Brendan Petrilli, TikTok, Twitter, all that. But the lineup. This is going to be the hottest topic here, right? Everybody's going to love to talk about this. Everybody's going to argue about it because what do you do with the top now? You got a legit leadoff hitter in Trey Turner. Top of the order back. You had the home run king leading off for you in Kyle Schwarber. And a lot of people were on and off about that all year, right? You thought, I thought maybe you should have moved him down, give Bryce Harper a little protection in that lineup. But he was just such in a groove at the top of the lineup there that you couldn't move him. Now you got an offseason to think about it. Rob Thompson's going to have a lot to debate. Because you have so much talent now up and down this lineup, an embarrassment of riches that you can move any of these guys pretty much anywhere in this lineup because anybody can hit the ball out. And now you got a couple guys in there and Stott and Turner and even Alec Bohm a little bit. He's a slap hitter. Guys that just get on base for these guys. And you got to, now that's my key for my lineup the Brendan Petrilli, the BSP podcast, Philadelphia Phillies lineup for 2023. This is it here. They need to figure out a way to sprinkle in these leadoff-type slap hitters that get on base for the dingers, for Dinger Delphia to shine. Because I love Kyle Schwarber and his 50-plus home runs, right? A lot of solo home runs. You know what would be better? They were a two-run, three-run home runs. So that's why I would put Trey Turner at the leadoff spot, 
Put Schwarber at the two. Harper, when he comes back, goes to the three. And then you go Hoskins or JT, depending on who's got the hot hand at the time. Those two switch between four and five. And then Castellanos at the six. Boehm at the seven. Stott. And then Brandon Marsh. You can switch Stott and Marsh, too, if you want to. That's what I think. That's what I think the Phillies are going to roll out with at the start of the 2023 season. I think Castellanos is going to be better this year. He's got to be better. You know, they always say the back of the baseball card is what normally happens, not this past year. He was not hitting for power. Now, you know, he kind of gave a couple wishy-washy why figuring things out in a new atmosphere. But I think he's going to answer in a big way next year. The power is going to come back. He can maybe even make a case of being back in that four-hole spot where you started him out in the year. That's what makes this lineup so great. You have the bodies. You have the power hitters. You have the slap hitters. They'll get on base, guys. Now you can play a little small ball. You can get guys on base. Makes this lineup one of the best in Major League Baseball. Team that won the National League just got even better. Now... Some news that broke a little bit before the Phillies, and that's what I love that it happened afterwards. The New York Mets signed 40-something-year-old World Series champ now, Justin Verlander. Hey, he's a really good pitcher. Really good. He's okay in the World Series, not his best stuff, but regular season, Justin Verlander, a Cy Young, guy's a great pitcher. But letting the best pitcher in baseball, and <laughs> I love my Mets fa- uh, fans, friends. You know, they're all good guys for the most part, except for Samzu. But I love Mr. Kenny, Kieran, Uncle Lefty, Mike. They're all good dudes for the most part, but they're delusional. Oh, Jacob DeGrom's not the best pitcher in baseball anymore. It's good we let him walk. <sighs> That's loser talk. Loser talk. That's what it is. You saw what happened with Zach Wheeler. Jacob DeGrom's a way better pitcher. Both of them were banged up at their end of their tenures with the New York Mets. They go, let them walk, see what happened with Zach Wheeler. Cy Young candidate every year since he's left. You you don't think Jacob DeGrom, who's won multiple Cy Youngs, won an MVP, isn't going to go down to Texas, get healthy, Relax, no pressure on him, and just absolutely ball out down there. Good luck, Mets. Good luck with your two four-year-old pitchers. It's all in or bust for them at this point. And guess what? <laughs> the best part about this is, right? Yeah, you guys beat us in the regular season. That was great. Hey, good for you. Good for you. Good for you. But guess what? When it comes to opening day, guess who's hanging a National League banner at my ballpark? Who's hanging a banner? Oh, are you guys hanging a National League East oh, champion? Oh, wait. No, that's Atlanta. Who's hanging a National League championship banner at the start of the season? Oh, that's the Philadelphia Phillies. What are you guys going to hang? Wild card? Congratulations. We brought. We have two 40-year-old starting pitchers on our team that got to throw 200-plus innings for us to make it to maybe win the division. To maybe get out of the wild card? Congratulations. <laughs> you know I got to clip that. 
And I know there's going to be a lot of slimy Mets fans climbing in the comments. And I love it. I love it. So we'll see where the rest of the, the rest of this plays out. Maybe the Mets make a couple more moves. We'll see. We'll see. They got a lot of money too. It's funny. Kieran texts me. He's like, how do the Phillies have all this money? They got Bryce Harper and, and Schwarber and all these guys giving out big contracts. Yeah. It's not just Uncle Stevie. He's not the only one with money. We got our boy, Uncle Johnny Middleton, with that cigar money puffing on him. I'm surprised they didn't he didn't give cigars. Maybe he did. I don't know. But you know, it's it wasn't a bigger story that he was he was giving the cigars to all the guys at the, you know, when they would advance in each playoffs. Maybe he did, it just wasn't a story. But the Phillies got the money. They've been talking about spending that stupid money, and that's what they finally have been doing the past couple of years, and it's been great. I'm excited. We went from a joke of a team. It's crazy with Joe Girardi. Flipped it on its head, made a run, kind of backed your way in. And you were NL League champs. You were two wins away from a World Series title. And that's what Dombrowski, Middleton, and the rest of the guys on this team are pissed. They want to prove that they can do it. They want to prove that it's not a fluke. They got the guys. They got the talent. This is a big signing bringing in Trey Turner. And the fact that it's 11 years, AV, the AVA annual value of the contract, like 28 mil, I believe I saw. Crazy. It's nothing. Verlander's got 47 million for a year. I'll take that all day long. At the end of the contracts for Harper and him, we'll see. Both guys are in absolutely amazing shape. We'll see where it lands. Might not look great at the end, but it gives them the opportunities to make moves in the next three to five years to put guys around them. And that's what Bryce wanted to do when he came here, and that's what the Phillies are answering the bell. That's what they told Trey Turner why to come here. And he's proven it. He sees it. Guys are seeing it. They see the picture. They see the big picture in Philadelphia. They saw what it was like here when they when we win. And it's exciting. Pumped. It'll be, it'll be cool. We'll see where we go. Rodon, maybe. Who cares if he doesn't? I don't expect him to, like I said. But this is a good start. Real good start. All right. Thanks, everybody, for watching this episode of the BSV Podcast. Make sure you click subscribe. The bells. The There'll be videos coming up. Click on those, too, if you want to check out a little bit more of the channel. I'll be putting out an Eagles reaction video a little bit later tonight as the Eagles beat down the Tennessee Titans. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Shout out to 215. Go Birds. Go Fightins, baby. The Fightins.